0: Hey, how's it going, everybody? So, there was something I saw on uh, social media. That's a fucking. Now you know how social media is fucking. There is not an intelligent soul on social media nowadays. Everybody on social media is just a fucking it. But there was something I saw where it was this guy. He asked, "What makes a toxic fan base?" Now, at first, I was wondering, I was like, huh. Because this is a very controversial, this is a very divisive topic. On one hand, a controversial, uh, it's a controversial opinion, right? You call a fan base toxic, you're more inclined to find somebody who says that they're not toxic, they're passionate. That, to me, is the worst fucking excuse in the entire, like, atmosphere of that. Because it's like, sooner or later, you got to realize, is it really passionate? Or are they just so fucking toxic, they don't want to admit that they're fucking toxic? Now, I tell people all the time, I don't let toxic social media get to me. Social media to me is, I don't let, I do not pride myself on social media. Okay? You'll never see me talk about my personal life on social media. You'll never see me talk about, like, any of that shit on social media because I just don't give a fuck. Social media should be taken not so serious. In fact, social media should be treated like a joke. But when toxic fan bases, I think the biggest thing to take into consideration with that is fan and title. Like, on one hand, I get like, you know, you had your expectations. You wanted what you wanted out of this game or this game, movie, TV, show. And you didn't get that. But it's like, Sooner or later, you got to realize that it's not about you. I hate this notion nowadays where they think fan service can tell a story. Fan service is the one thing that can tell a story. I told one guy, I was like, you do realize that fan service can't tell a fucking story. Like the thing with subverting expectations nowadays is it's supposed to be this thing of giving fans what they need versus what they want. If you give fans what they want, sometimes it it can work in hindsight, but sometimes it'll come off as just like you being too afraid to take any kind of liberties with what you're doing. You're so afraid of your fan base. You don't want to piss them off. I've kind of noticed that with, uh, Recently, God of War Ragnarok. There's a certain group of fandom that's kind of pissed off that they didn't get the story that they wanted out of this game. But there's other people who are just like, I'm completely fine with this game's story. And it's like, like some hardcore fans are straight up just insufferable with this game. They wanted what they wanted out of this game, and when they didn't get that, they started getting upset. It's fucking hilarious. And I fucking, that's, why I, that's why I like it so much. I, I like the fact that it didn't it didn't cave and just said, fuck it, let's just give them what they want. We don't want them attacking us. It said, fuck it, this is our story. We're going to tell the story we want. If they get pissed off at us, who fucking cares? Right? Like, I saw one guy goes like, oh, Eric, Eric Williams doesn't really understand storytelling. He, like, giving fans what they want versus giving them what they need. I'm like, uh, you do realize that fan service can't tell a story, by the like, in hindsight, it can, but it's like, if it's just there for the sake of pleasing the crowd, then it's going to ring hollow as time wears on. And I think that, to me, is one of the biggest problems with this, with, with, with a lot of fandom nowadays. When they don't get what they want, they bitch in a cry and moe, Right? We all know how fucking fucking miserable Star Wars fans are are on a fucking record. But, like, sometimes, I swear to fucking God, I've never seen a fandom so goddamn toxic in my entire life. I hate using that fucking word. I I do not pride myself on fucking with toxic social media. But sometimes, it's like, I don't know how the fuck you sit there and bitch about the same shit every single fucking day. Right? You got people like me, who aren't very in the loop with Star Wars, who actually don't even give a fuck about Star Wars, who are looking at these motherfuckers going like, why are y'all so fucking miserable, bruh? Like, I get like you want your fa- you want what you want to be good versus what you want it to be what you want it to be. That's fine. But attacking creators, attacking actors, getting mad because people just don't fucking agree with you is fucking stupid. Gatekeep all the fuck you want. I don't give a shit, dog. Gatekeeping is such a weird mentality to me anyways. I don't get why you need to gatekeep something that has all these many installments in it. And then get pissed off when people criticize that mentality and go like, why are you gatekeeping this, bro? Some of us just want to play. Some of us just want to watch. If we want to enjoy something, we should have the right to enjoy something. Do not let the internet influence your opinion on that. Like one of the biggest criticisms of the newer God of War games is that they scale back on the on the scale and all that shit. I was like, okay, you said that you wanted Kratos. Kratos as a character needs to evolve. Okay, if he just goes back to what he was doing before, that completely defeats the entire purpose of why the fuck this entire Norse saga began with in the first place. You sit there and cry and bitch and moan because you wanted you wanted surface level key jangling. I don't give a fuck, my man. If the game fucking explains this shit, why the fuck are you bitching? Just because you were disappointed by something does not mean it's 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 bad writing or it's fucking it it's bad storytelling. I hate that mentality. It's one of the worst fucking mentalities in today's fandom. The internet gives people so many opinions nowadays, but some people just don't know when to shut the fuck up about like half the shit they they bitch about. It's like, are you even crying about shit that you? You fucking uh, like or dislike, and I always love those motherfuckers that say, "Well, well, some of us just want, um, some of us just want things to like make sense with them." I'm like, it's fucking hilarious to me how some people just don't, they don't want, and they don't want a story. They just want surface level ass key jam. It's fucking hilarious. So, yeah. To me, I think the biggest... Now, an example of it kind of being toxic in a good way, if, that, if that's even possible, is probably the Game of Thrones shit. Because you saw how um, D&D, the fucking uh, creators of the show, how they fucked up everything. And when they had no more books, you could tell they, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing anymore. Mm. Like, I saw one guy say that, like, you could tell D&D were running out of options with the game with the uh, TV shows because they weren't doing much with the fucking material. They started changing shit because they wanted to fucking become... and you know, all that shit. Now, this brings me to another topic called subverting expectations. When you subvert expectations... Subverting expectations nowadays is a very divisive topic. In fact, I would argue that subverting expectations has risks, and it also has, it has risks, and it also has fucking, uh, it has benefits, and also has fucking uh, cons, whatever the fuck you want to call it. uh Here's the thing. When you subvert expectations, you have to keep in mind the intelligence of your audience. Your audience is not dumb, my man. Okay? Your audience knows when the fuck... Your audience knows when the fuck you're playing you're pulling one over on them. And I told one guy, I said, a lot of companies nowadays think that like subverting expectations in a pretentious way will make your audience appreciate it even more. Maybe. Like God of War Ragnarok has some has some divisive things in it, but for the most part, it does flow really well. And it actually does feel like a sequel to God of War twenty eighteen. And they, and that they should honestly God appreciate it because very rarely do you get a decent sequel. Very rarely. And the first thing to me about God the first thing to me about God of War Ragnarok is how they bitch about things that are explained in the game. But they just can't say that they are just disappointed with the way it's told or the way it's it's explained. They they say that none of the games explain. There's no plot holes in the game. In fact, the game actually spends a lot of time on that because it knows motherfuckers are gonna gonna bitch and cry about that. If the game fucking explains it, then what the fuck are you bitching about? You're just bitching the bitch. People say, oh, it should have been a trilogy. But even if it was a trilogy. You would still cry and moan if you didn't get what you wanted. So it's like I don't want to hear it. All right, I'm tired. I'm, t- I'm tired of fandom nowadays. But I digress. And I think the biggest thing to me about today's fandom nowadays is just how fucking bitchy they can be. Like I understand, like you know, being upset about things that you just don't like. But when you take it to a point where you just you just are coming off as just a condescending little bitch. I have a problem with that. That mentality does not sit well with me. At all. And there are people who condone this behavior. I'm like, we really need to stop this shit, my man. Okay? Like, I get it, all right? We all have expectations. We all have things we want out of something that we are looking forward to. But when you set unrealistic, unprecedented expectations to a point where you just 100% make up your own fucking headcanon for this shit, that's why I got a problem. That's why I got a fucking problem. And Star Wars fans are the biggest example of this. I do not understand. I do not get why some of these motherfuckers spend all fucking day trying so hard to ruin the excitement of other shit. And regarding God of War Ragnarok, I don't want to say this person's name because I'm just gonna say he's a YouTuber, a God of War YouTuber, and he kind of this to me was a toxic mentality where I, I, I'm. This is where I said, "Nah, this is too much." He goes like, "Oh, I just can't stand all the positivity surrounding this game. Like, just because you are disappointed, you can't stand the positivity surrounding something." That, to me, is a toxic mentality. I don't give a fuck what anyone tells me. It's a toxic mentality, and we really need to abolish it, otherwise we, as a society, are going to fail. And the funny thing about all this is... It's like, I actually, under, I actually respect his opinion. But it's like, bro, when you take that mentality and you... You amplify it and try so hard to come off as, like, just a dick. I'm like, I have a problem with that. I I, I I, hate the fact that we are just condoning this type of behavior now. It's fucking annoying. It's fucking annoying. I, it, 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 yeah, I'm sick and tired of it. But, yeah, to me, toxic fan entitlement and fucking... Overly unrealistic expectations is when toxic fandoms start to arise. Right? And that to me is just an unhealthy behavior. I don't get it. It's fucking weirdo behavior. Maybe I'm just blessed with fucking intelligence but I don't know. Sooner or later we gotta start realizing that tempering expectations can go a lot a longer way than just Having unrealistic expectations, but getting pissed off when you don't when those expectations aren't met. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Who fucking knows? But yeah, I'm a I'm gonna close off these statements by saying expectations are what kill fandom. Expectations are what make fandom toxic and annoying. So sooner or later, we gotta start realizing that. Oh shit. Maybe just maybe. We need to we need to tone it down a little bit with the expectations. But yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna get out of here guys and have a good have a good week. It's fucking Monday anyway. <laughs> but yeah, have a good week.